0: Hello, beautiful women. Welcome to She Talks, a space for you to come home to your inner wisdom. This is Sarah Von Stover, and it has been a while since we connected here on the podcast. The last time that we came together in this way was the Heartbreak Diaries series back in May and June. And here we are now at the very tail end of 2018. We're actually getting ready to close The Way of the Happy Woman, for one of our annual company holidays. We've been doing this for several years now, closing for two weeks uh, at the end of the year, and we also close for two weeks in the summer, uh, usually in August. And wherever you are at the end of your year, um, I wanted just to touch in because I have been in a very, very internal place uh, these past several months uh 2018 was a challenging year challenging is 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 an understatement I really I don't really have words for it I feel like I've shared some of the things that have happened this year with our community mostly on on the blog and on our email list and um but certainly I've only shared really the tip of the iceberg of of what I've been living because it's been um It's been quite mind blowing and it feels, you know, I don't know if I'll, if I'll ever share all of it, but it feels like, you know, if there is a place and time to do that, it would definitely be in a book after, you know, some years of, of digesting everything. So in being in this very internal place, you know, I've been connecting with the students in the courses that I teach primarily the she school and, you know, various in-person retreats. But a lot has been shifting. A lot has been shifting in me as I've been in this really internal place. And again, I don't really have words for it. I'm still, I'm still in the midst of a massive transition. And, you know, words like the descent from the heroine's journey, you know, I wrote a book about this, right? (laughs) The book of she or the dark night of the soul. Those don't, those aren't even accurate words for what this process has been. It has really been something else. And a big piece of this, you know, has been a death process. It has been a, just a gradual unraveling of who I knew myself to be and in that space just determining who I want to create myself as and who am I really and how can that be expressed across all areas of my life and you know this area this our community the way of the happy woman and my work my purpose in the world is is a huge piece of that so it feels really important for me to come out of this hibernation at the end of the year to just touch in with all of you and just to share a little bit about what's been going on for me and what's coming alive for me. And, you know, some of you know, I turned 40. I turned 40 the day after Thanksgiving, and that feels like a huge transition. And I don't think it's any mistake that I turned 40 you know, at the end of this really, really massive year. And again, those of you who have been with me know that 2017 was also a really, really massive year. It was like, you know, I thought it was the hardest. 2017 was the hardest year of my life. And on New Year's Eve of 2017, I was like, oh, I can't wait for this year to be over. I'm so ready for 2018. And little did I know that 2018 was like, wow, that was, that was just going to take a challenge to a whole new level, a whole new level, and here I am at the end of that year, turning forty. And mostly, I've been really excited about turning forty. I've had different astrologers, different intuitives over the years, tell me that my life is really going to begin when I'm forty. And you know, I'm, even though I'm only a few weeks into <laughs> into it, what I'm discovering is I just it's just this feeling of, I I don't want to hold myself back anymore. Um, just a feeling of not needing permission, not needing approval, just going for it, like grabbing life by the balls and just going for what I want and being who I want to be. And whoever wants to come along, that's fine. They can come along and people who aren't into it you know, can go another way. And so you're definitely going to be you're definitely going to be seeing more of this from me in 2018 through a couple of different things that I'm bringing out, one in January and then one later on in the year. But for right now, I'm definitely in a winding down process. I've basically been on sabbatical for the past month here at The Way of the Happy Woman after our annual She School nine-month program ended at the end of October and before we reopen. On February 1st, and I'm heading out on a meditation retreat um, later, the, starting this weekend, which I'm really excited about a week long silent meditation retreat. And I've also been spending time preparing for my trip to Thailand. I'm spending the month of February in Thailand, and a lot of you know that I lived there for the decade of my 20s in Chiang Mai, and I go back. I go back maybe every few years to lead a retreat there on the island of Koh Samui, And I haven't been back in three years. And I've been really, really homesick for Asia, like really homesick for Asia. And that was one of the reasons why I wanted to offer this year's shi yoga and meditation teacher training over there. So I've been planning that trip um, and just super excited about it and super excited about the women who are, who are joining us for that. So in this, you know, in this conversation today and sharing what's alive for me now, I feel like I haven't shared this kind of podcast before because I feel like a part of me feels like it's self-indulgent, <laughs> like sitting here talking about myself. But I also know that there are things that I'm up to that can be beneficial to you. That might inspire you that might be like a missing piece in a puzzle that you're trying to put together. And I spent a lot of my time studying, um, reading things, learning new things, and a lot of time in my own practice and self-inquiry. And I just wanted to share some of these things with you that I might not normally mention, and that you otherwise might not hear about from me until, you know, further down the line in some sort of a more finished product. So here we are, seven, I want to share with you seven things that, that I've been up to that maybe I haven't shared with you before. So a lot of you know I was pregnant. I was pregnant this year and ended up having complications with the pregnancy and losing my child and with that, you know, so many, different, so many different levels of healing that I'm still working through, but it was such a physical experience, such a physical experience. You know, I was really, really sick um, during my pregnancy. It just massive nausea. Not, it wasn't even morning sickness. It was, I call it morning, noon, and night and all night sickness um, to the point where I couldn't even sleep. And I know, I know that there are other women out there who have experienced this. But then after my pregnancy, you know, I had a different body than I've ever had before. And one of the things was, I didn't have, even though I didn't go to full term or give birth, I just lost a lot of core core awareness through the stretching out of my abdominal muscles. And so I was really seeking new forms of movement. And my older sister has been involved in something called the daily method for many years. She's the daily method teacher. And this is a mix of bar and Pilates and yoga. And so I started going to the daily method classes here in Boulder and really ended up really, really enjoying them. And I find that it's a great, it was a great way to rebuild, reconnect with my core. And so I just really highly recommend it for you know any woman who who has been pregnant or has been pregnant and hasn't gone full term who needs to rehabilitate her core. It's really phenomenal f- for that and it's just great exercise. The classes are really hard <laughs> and they just work a lot of really fine muscles and I've I've really enjoyed the results from that and the community there and the teachers there and there's also spin classes and I've also really come to love spinning and cycling, and I I did that. I wrote a blog post about that. Um, I'll link that up in the show notes. And I used to do spinning classes in college, and haven't haven't done that for years. And so I feel like these are things that have really helped me so much over the past several months. Um, really strengthening my core, building strength through my body again, and these intense cardio interval classes. Really, it's like, um, it's just a great antidepressant. It really, all the endorphins really uplift me. And it's a great way to either start or end the day. So I, I highly recommend the daily method. And something else I've been into, number two, really working with the elements of fire and water. And working with the elements of fire through infrared saunas. I'm lucky to have a friend who has an infrared sauna and I go and use that, you know, once or twice a week. And even if you don't have an infrared sauna, just a regular sauna, there's also ways that you can build your own infrared sauna at home. Um, you can, there's different resources for that on the internet. I can also link up in the show notes a, a book about, about infrared saunas. And the water element is Epsom salt baths. Taking Epsom salt baths, I really take them nearly every night. And many of you know my love, my love for baths. I've, over the years, I've shared you know, during our school registration period, either at this time of year or in January, my bubble bath wisdom talks, that um, they're meant to be talks that you can enjoy in the bubble bath. But infrared saunas and Epsom salt baths, I mean, they're just two of nature's great healers and really for any condition, anything that you're working with really great to bring those elements of fire and water to them. Um, Third thing that I've been really studying very deeply. I'm not ready to talk that much about it. I'm going to be, I'm going to start teaching more about it in this year's She school when we start up in February, but that is the power of the subconscious mind. And one of the reasons why I've become really interested in the power of the subconscious mind is, you know, back to turning 40. Okay, here I am 40 and there's some issues that in my life that just seem to be recurring and that any way that I've tried to access or work with those through my conscious mind whether that's through therapy or journaling or, you know, it's spiritual practice or studying, they don't shift, they don't shift. And that's because the subconscious mind is 95% of our mind and the conscious mind is 5% of it. So if we want to shift our reality, we really need to shift the programming of our subconscious mind. If that's in terms of our health, our careers, our finances, our relationships, our sense of self, we need to dig into the subconscious mind. And again, this is a huge topic um, and I'm excited to start teaching more about this in the She School because it's the thing that really holds us back. It's the thing that keeps us in this, you know, stuck under this inner glass ceiling. Another thing that the fourth thing that has been coming alive for me is a new daily rhythm. And actually, actually, my new daily rhythm is that I have no rhythm. I have no rhythm. And I know that I'm completely contradicting myself, and I'm psyched about that. I'm actually psyched that. And I'm gonna be I'm gonna be sharing a lot more um, in a new podcast series starting in January during our She school enrollment period, where I'm gonna be contradicting things that I have advocated quite strongly in the past. I'm going to be just kind of telling you the opposite, not just to stir the, the pot, but just because I'm in a different place now. And so my rhythm now is no rhythm, and I don't know since. Since my uh, former fiance and I separated last, I guess it was January of twenty seventeen. You know, I had a really set rhythm before before we separated. It's like I was it was dialed in. My morning practice, my work rhythm, my my gym routine, my evening wind down rhythm. Like everything was completely dialed in, and there was a way that after we separated, that I thought, well you know, I'm in this process, this transitional process, and I'm going to get back to that. But the thing is, I've never gotten back to it. And I realized, and there's also a way that I was trying to get back to like, feeling quote, unquote, feeling like myself. And I was having a conversation with a friend a couple of weeks ago. And, and she was really like driving the point home, even though I've been aware of this, I think I just needed someone else to reflect it to me. She was like, you're never going to feel like yourself again. <laughs> you're never going to feel like yourself again. She, she's like, that person doesn't exist anymore. You're going to feel like someone else. And I think the same goes to my daily rhythms. It's like my days are never going to look the way that they did before because I'm never going to be that person again. So my, my daily rhythm now is is about honoring how I feel in the moment. And just being willing to change direction at any point. So it's it's much less linear. And it's all about how I feel. And it's all about the number one priority is getting happy, getting to a place where I feel good, getting into a place where I feel aligned with my inner self, with my she. And not not doing things until that's in place. And that sounds that sounds pretty radical. It feels pretty radical to me uh, because, of course, it's like, yeah, there's a lot of things that need to get done you know, at every level of maintaining a life, maintaining a livelihood. But what I've realized is that if I can just get happy, if I can get into a place where I'm aligned, I'm going to do things much more quickly, much more efficiently, and they're just going to have better results than if I try to push and plow through and say I'm going to work from, you know, this time to this time, no matter how I feel. And again, this is something I'm going to be teaching um, more about. It's like our practice, our practice when we wake up in the morning is to do what we need to do to get into alignment with ourselves and to know to know what those things are. So again, for me, a lot of times it's exercise, it is meditation, uh, it might be an infrared sauna or an Epsom salt bath, it might be studying something about the subconscious mind, it might be doing a visualization to work with the subconscious mind, it might be going for a walk outside, it might be go- it might be sleeping in or taking a nap, you know, or going to a coffee shop and writing in my journal or or studying a little bit. So just acknowledging that my new daily rhythm is no daily rhythm. It's about it's all about honoring how I feel and I'm going to be translating that also into my work. Like I'm not going to do things that I don't feel like doing. I I knew I wanted to touch in with all of you at the end of this year and I didn't feel like sitting down and writing a blog post. I didn't feel like sitting down and writing a long email. I didn't feel like sitting at my computer. Uh, what feels good to me is just sitting in front of my microphone and having a conversation with you. And that's what I'm going to bring you know, into my work going forward in 2018 is being willing to change directions in any moment. I might be talking about one thing and then, okay, on to something else and not um, not necessarily following like a linear logical order to things and being okay with that. Uh, the fifth thing that has been coming alive for me is I have, you know, this year, I did a lot of courses with the Landmark Program. And if you haven't done this, I I really highly recommend doing the Landmark Forum. I, I went on to do more courses than that, but the Landmark Forum itself, it's a three-day intensive, three days and one evening. It's a very full-on intensive, you know, 12, 13 hours a day available in most cities around the world. You can look it up at Landmark Worldwide on the internet. And it's really a powerful technology that can break through a lot of like the stories that we create around ourselves and our lives and things that hold us back from being who we want to be and experiencing what we want to experience out of life. And I found that it has a lot of resonance with Buddhist philosophy. And I experienced some pretty profound breakthroughs during that program and the follow-up programs that I did. And a lot of those breakthroughs, you know, are being translated into big changes I'm bringing into my life and big changes I'm bringing into my work that you'll be seeing more throughout twenty eighteen, uh, but I just really highly recommend it. Again, it's not a huge investment of time or money, and you know if you go in with an open mind and just willing to accept the teachings without necessarily your filter system until you leave. I think that that a lot is possible. So if you're in a, like if you're in a big transition or you're feeling stuck or just your life doesn't feel like it's flowing, it might be a good time for you to step into that and get the tools that you need to get out of your own way. Uh, Something else that... um, the The sixth thing is... I've been doing a lot in my studies, I've been studying a lot more about health. So... You know, one of one of the repercussions of having a couple of years of massive loss and shock and stress and trauma. And, you know, two years prior to that we're 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 not that smooth flowing either. And the result of that is a lot of stress. And I've really been in this time of being really internal. Really acknowledging the impact of stress on my physical body as I worked through, you know, worked through the spiritual layers, the psychological layers, the emotional layers. And then the past few months, I've really just been working with healing my body and being with my body. And a lot of the things that have worked for me before, you know, I mentioned that my body changed a lot in pregnancy. And one of the things I accepted is you know, I'm, this is just how my body is, like, this is my new body. I'm not going back to my old body. I'm not going back to my old self. This, this is, this is the new body. This is the new vessel. This is the new me coming out. And the things that worked for me in the past just haven't been working for me. And I've been asking for, you know, what's, what are my next right steps? What is the path forward for me? And I came across the work of Anthony William, the medical medium, and I first came across him through his advice to drink fresh celery juice first thing in the morning on an empty stomach. That fresh celery juice can just eradicate bacteria and viruses and parasites in the gut and just re recharge the whole gut biome through restoring hydrochloric acid. And I found that really intriguing. And I started doing it and immediately started feeling pretty big shifts. So I got on to read his other books. He has three books and a new one just came out. And he also, he's a Hay House author. So he also has a radio show on Hay House that is It's archived on SoundCloud, so also listening to a lot of his podcasts on SoundCloud. And a lot of his advice is very contrarian to kind of like the mainstream, not not like medical health, but even like alternative health advice out there. So he's really advocating to eat a lot of fruit. And I've been in the paleo world for some years now where it's, you know, I've gone... A lot of time without eating sugar so if I have fruit it's like berries or a green apple very low glycemic fruits and not even having sweeteners like raw honey but Anthony William is really advocating fruits and lots of fruits and red apples and mangoes and grapes and um, bananas and raw honey and it's been it's you know, I'm I'm just I've just been experimenting with this, not you know for not very long, but it's really interesting to shift my diet after a lot of years and to see what what the see what the impact is on my body. So especially if you, I know that a lot of women have been have kind of like mystery illnesses or things that we think are autoimmune illnesses. I really recommend checking out Anthony William. And his main philosophy is that there is no autoimmune. There is no such thing as our body attacking itself. Our body only loves itself and everything unconditionally. But what what these mystery symptoms usually are, are the signs of a body fighting against a pathogen, usually some sort of a hidden virus, possibly a parasite. Um, various toxins like DDT and heavy metals that we have stored in our body that can just accumulate and big triggers in our lives like the things I've gone through this year and last year or maybe big things that you're going through can kind of bring things to a head and be a tipping point where you're going to start to experience things you never experienced before and to bring a new opportunity for healing. So Anthony William, the medical medium. And the last thing, the seventh thing that I haven't really talked to you about is something that I've started to do is more, not more because I wasn't doing it before, but business and leadership mentoring, mostly leadership mentoring. And I've had some women come to my home for these day-long intensives that I've been doing called the She Leadership Intensive, and I have some more flying in after the new year. And I've really enjoyed, you know, I've been looking at what are new ways that I would really like to work with people. And one thing that I realized was one-on-one and in-person to go really in-depth and Yeah, I mentioned that I like to study a lot. And one of the things that I've studied so much over the past 10, 15 years is all different aspects of business and leadership. And I'm just applying those studies to my own life and work. Uh, But basically, I I love talking to people about business. I love talking to people about leadership, and I love being able just to see where someone is and to see the path forward for them. So that's something that I've been enjoying. And I'm going to be offering more at kind of a group level in January. You'll be hearing more about it here on the podcast. It's, it's going to be an upper tier to the She School called the She Leadership Circle for women who want to bring these principles of inner listening and inner knowing and self-trust into bold leadership and into a leadership that breaks away from the mold and brings new insight and brings new energy into areas where a woman feels really passionate about. So until that time, until until I welcome, we've welcomed several of those women um, into the She Leadership Circle, but we're going to more publicly welcome... We're going to be taking up to 20, 20 women for that circle in January. But until then, I'm really embracing an extended pause. And, you know, this is something that I've really advocated a lot of is living in alignment with the seasons. And I'm acknowledging I'm in the biggest winter season than I've ever been and I have I have been in it for the past several months. And as much as different parts of me are like, I want out. I want to be out in the world. I want to be in the stream of life again. I'm acknowledging that I'm not, all of me isn't there yet. And I'm really embracing spending a lot of time alone, spending a lot of time resting, sleeping a lot, um, being very introspective. And I'm going to continue that until until January, when we move into this, the she school registration. And I invite you to look at, you know, what are what are the ways that you are embracing your own winter season, if that's if that's where you are, and if any of these resources that I've shared here could be supportive in that process, because when it's winter, it's dark, and it's hard to see the the next steps. And that's really been the main question I've been asking myself um, from Glennon Doyle's book, *The Love Warrior*, which she extracted from various twelve-step programs. It's, what's my next right step? What's the pre- what's the precise next thing I'm supposed to do? What's the best thing for me? And it's a lot like driving at night when it's foggy with the headlights on, like you can only see a little bit in front of you and you just, you see that stretch and you go that stretch and then you see a little bit more and then you go a little bit more. But I'm, I'm embracing that this time in my life, like I don't know where I'm going to be a year from now. I don't know who I'm going to be a year from now, even six months from now, it's really a day by day process. And if you're in a similar pre- if you're in a similar place, I just invite you to adopt that attitude and take the pressure off of needing to know the answers, needing to know all the answers, needing to know how things are going to look. So I wish you all a beautiful holiday season. I know it can be a time of year that brings up a lot of stuff, and it can also be a really beautiful and really sacred time of year. But please know that here in this community, all of the dimensions of the holidays and what it evokes in you are welcome, and I'm really looking forward to touching in with you in January, and this new podcast series I'm creating, short podcast series in January, I am not ready to share the title of it with you yet, or the content with it exactly, but it's related to, it's related to this fire that has been building in my belly, that, you know, I've been pretty quiet on the public front for the past two and a half years since my last book came out and I've been really deep in my own personal process and I have seen this field of women's spirituality and empowerment change a lot during that time really change a lot and it's been beautiful it's been wonderful the landscape is different and who I am in that landscape is also ready to be different. It's also time for me to change. And the world has changed. You know, 2018, I haven't spoken up much about what's been happening in the world in 2018, mostly because I've just been, you know, working on staying alive in my own, you know, my own realm. And but 2018 has been a big year for the world and for us as women. You know, it started out in January with the Women's March and it's closing out with the Me Too movement and women on the cover of Time magazine as person of the year, women coming out of silence like this. This has been a monumental year. Sorry, the I was saying 2018, I mean 2017. This 2017 has been a monumental year for us as women. And I think that's only thats only going to expand and grow in 2018. And my hope, my intention is that the podcast series that I'm offering is going to add to that conversation. We're moving into new territory. We've covered a lot of ground here in the Way of the Happy Woman over the past 10 years. And it's time to forge forward. It's time to move on to a new frontier. It's time to explore new territory in the realm of womanhood, and also in the realm of this community and who we are together and who we show up as. So I'm looking forward to evolving, to being really truthful and transparent about my process as I evolve and as I invite you to evolve, and to being in more connection with you. And this podcast is my first step towards that after this very inward drawn time. So I'll see you again in January. Happy holidays, happy new year, much love, and many blessings. Bye for now. If you want to learn more about the She School and the She Leadership Circle for when registration opens in January, go to thesheschool.com and add your name and email to join the early notification list. And also, if you liked this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. We would so appreciate it. And you can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Way of the Happy Woman. Thank you so much for being part of our sisterhood. And until next time, sending you our heartfelt support.